1: Welcome on into Locked on Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday edition of the show. A lot of BYU basketball news to get to today. Mark Pope's staff is officially official. A press conference to be held later this afternoon. But We'll talk about the three guys he has hired. Cody Fuger. Chris Burgess and Nick Robinson here on today's show. Let you know a little bit about them, their background and what they should bring to BYU as well as some transfer news. BYU continuing to pick up guys from Mark Pope's former team at UVU. Wyatt Lowell reportedly going to transfer to BYU alongside Jake Toulson as we had previously talked about on this podcast. We'll talk about him a little more in depth on today's edition of the show and we'll also catch up on all the other BYU news for you. BYU softball, picking up a shutout victory Last night, we'll run down the schedule of BYU Sports today slash this evening as well for you. So a lot to get to like normal on the podcast. A reminder for you guys when you do get in your vehicle, plug in your smart device and tell it to play podcast locked on Cougars. That way you always stay up to date with this daily podcast that's all focused on BYU. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're available everywhere, podcasts can be found. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and also the brand new Himalaya podcast app. So check us out there. All right, let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for April 25th, 2019. All right, guys, I'm Jay catch your host here on Locked on Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Happy to be hosting this podcast each and every day. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah as a producer and reporter for them. And, Thanks again for joining us on a Thursday edition of the show. It's officially official as previously reported on the podcast. Mark Pope's assistant coaching staff has officially been hired. Uh, the three coaches who will be on the bench alongside him are Cody Fuger, Chris Burgess, and Nick Robinson. Uh, Two of them coming over from UVU, of course, were part of Pope's staff in Burgess and Fuger, And Nick Robinson, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who played at Stanford has served a mission for the church in Brazil. Formerly the head coach at Southern Utah University for quite some time, I believe five seasons in all. Most recently was an assistant coach at Seattle in the WAC, so very familiar with Mark Pope and his staff having gone head-to-head with him over the past couple of years. Those will be the three men helping Mark Pope as they try to rebuild BYU and get them back to their former glory. I've talked about these guys in the past, and I feel like this is a good staff for BYU, a bunch of young coaches who are hungry and eager to hit the recruiting trail. Uh, fuger has got familiarity with BYU having been the director of basketball operations for Dave Rose for a season before joining Mark Pope as an assistant coach at UVU. Considered to be one of the up-and-coming coaches at least here in the Intermountain West. Fuger, I would imagine... Probably gets the lead assistant role. If not, I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Burgess Burgess being the lead assistant or the associate head coach, however they want to term it. Uh, Burgess, of course, a former star player out of Southern California, uh, most notably committed to Duke out of high school over BYU before transferring to Utah and finishing up his career there. Uh, He had some jokes when he was on with David James and Patrick Canahan a couple weeks back saying that his former teammates at Utah, he played during some of the great years under Rick Majerus. Uh, His teammates were going to give him some crap if he were to end up at BYU. And I'm sure he's been getting plenty of texts about it. But he said that, hey, I want to be employed. I want to continue coaching. Uh, Burgess is soon to turn 40, if not already just turning 40. So he's a young coach, really looking to make his impact. Played a number of years overseas. I believe 13 years in all uh, professionally overseas. And he's a big man who can work alongside Mark Pope and really helping to develop uh, BYU's big men, whoever they recruit and the guys already on the roster. I think that it's a big pickup to bring Chris Burgess over because as we've seen in the past couple of years, BYU and their big men Have struggled. They've had a hard time developing them since Mark Pope left BYU to be the head coach at Utah Valley University, and I feel like getting a guy like Chris Burgess and Pope, both guys who played collegiate basketball at the highest levels. Of course, Pope has the national championship ring from his time at Kentucky. Burgess played for Mike Krzyzewski and also played for Rick Majerus at Utah, two of the more notable and uh, bigger name coaches. Krzyzewski might be the biggest in college basketball. These guys know what it takes to be an elite player at a high level, so I would expect that they're going to do their best to rebuild BYU and help out with those big men. Um, speaking of Fuger, going back to him for a moment, he's a dog on the recruiting trail, and I mean that in the, in the most positive way I possibly can mean it, and he gets out there and he recruits his tail off. He's not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as far as I'm aware. I'm pretty sure that he's not, but, but you like to have some diversity on this staff, having Mark Pope Chris Burgess and also Nick Robinson who are all members of the church having Cody Fuger out there for guys that may come into BYU and are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints it can help them. Uh, Fuger is a guy like I said who gets out on the recruiting trail and works his tail off he's going to be an asset to BYU for however long he's there he was very much in the mix to be the head coach at UVU before Mark Madsen got that job. I had people very close to the situation at UVU, who said that they felt like Fuger was the odds on favorite to get the job before the school opted to go with the bigger name in Mark Madsen, but. I think all the same, it'll give Fuger kind of that that fire to continue to build his his resume and really build up. Now, the interesting name on this staff is uh, the name of Nick Robinson. Uh, of course, he played at Stanford, was a great player in his college in his collegiate career, had some incredible moments uh, for the Cardinal. He led them to a 92 and 34 record during his time there. Four trips to the NCAA tournament between 2001 and 2005. Uh, won Pac-12. Tactics at that time, regular season and tournament championships, as well as the number one national ranking during the 2003-2004 season. He hit uh, a big shot in Stan- one of the biggest shots in Stanford history. I'm sure I was trying to remember what it was. Yeah, it's February 7th, 2004. Uh, Car- the Cardinal were ranked number two. Tied with number 12, Arizona. Robinson collected a loose ball, raced down the floor, and hit a running 30-footer for the win. I remember that play, actually. It's one of those highlights you see every so often on college basketball shows. So, yeah, Robinson, of course... uh started his college coaching career at Stanford after his time playing for the Cardinal. Uh, he was a, he's been a great coach. He's worked at LSU and Jewel, William Jewell College previously. Uh, spent time at Southern Utah from 2012 to 2016 as the head coach. And I feel like he is an asset to BYU because... What he has done, he served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, so he can help out with guys who are going on missions. He understands that whole process. Whereas Mark Pope and Chris Burgess, who are members of the church but did not serve missions, I don't necessarily think can speak to the same level that Nick Robinson can. Uh, one interesting note about this staff is it's something that PK uh, Patrick Kinnahan, who I work with at the Zone Sports Network, noted in his column. You can find it at ksl.com or 1280thezone.com. Go to 1280thezone.com. Help us out. Uh, but he wrote last week that uh, Pope and this staff, speaking of Cody Fuger, uh, Chris Burgess, and Nick Robinson, three of which are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, they don't have to convince guys to go to BYU when they did not do that themselves. Um, I don't know to the degree that Robinson was recruited by BYU, but I would expect the way he played and what he did during his career tenure as a member of the Cardinal basketball program. He should have been on BYU's radar. If not, I know for a fact that Pope and Burgess were both on BYU's radar. Of course, Burgess with the whole you let down 9 million Mormons comment that came from Roger Reed that Patrick Kinahan once again broke for the Salt Lake Tribune way back in the day. It'll be interesting to see how these guys go about convincing players to go to BYU where top prospects like themselves did not go there when they were coming out of high school. It makes for an interesting dynamic. And I'm interested to see how they combat that. I kind of take that whole notion and, just kind of turn it on its head. I I would expect that they have plans to combat that. I don't know necessarily that it'll come up all that often, but if there are more discerning parents out there or athletes who have done their homework, well, they can definitely turn to a guy like Mark Pope or coach Burgess or coach Robinson and say, coach, Why should I go to BYU if you, who were a top prospect in high school and had all these top programs, Burgess with Duke and uh, Pope with Kentucky and Washington, et cetera, Robinson at Stanford – Why should I go to BYU when I have these other options to go play and have a bigger profile? It'll be an interesting dynamic, and I'm interested to hear from the coaches. We'll talk to them today. There's an introductory press conference taking place in Provo at the uh, Marriott Center Annex where the college, uh, where the BYU basketball program is housed. Their offices are there. I'm interested. I'm going to ask them that question today. How are you going to combat this? This notion that, hey, you're a top prospect, we want you to come play for BYU, but how are you going to sell it when these guys may know or should know that you were a top prospect at one point in your life and decided to opt against going to BYU? Makes for a very interesting situation. I'm interested to hear how they answer it, and we'll have that all covered for you on tomorrow's podcast, along with sound from those press conferences. All right, we'll step aside here. We got some big news that came out last night. Once again, Jeff Goodman from Watch Stadium breaking the news, as we kind of all expected. I've talked about it multiple times on this podcast, is pretty much reported as such, that WAC freshman of the year, Wyatt Lowell, former UVU forward, is transferring to BYU alongside Jake Toulson to play for Mark Pope and this new staff for the BYU basketball program we'll tell you what Lowell brings to the table coming up next right here on Locked On Cougars and a reminder for you guys if you are looking for a new podcatcher let's say you've been using one you have got a little dissatisfied with what it is giving you or if you're a big podcast listener check out the Himalaya podcast app the Locked On Podcast Network as well as this podcast Locked On Cougars are featured prominently on that podcatcher fantastic new features all the time they build personally curated playlists for you you can always be up To date with the latest in BYU news. So if you are looking for a new option for your podcast needs, check us out on the Himalaya Podcast app. And a reminder, once again, when you do get in your vehicle, tell your smart device, play podcast, locked on cougars. That way you're always up to date with the latest in BYU sports news. All right, more in a moment. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the years best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles
1: Our Locked on Cougars, and this is your daily podcast focused on all things BYU. Thanks again for joining us on the Thursday edition of this podcast. A lot of news coming out overnight, of course. Wyatt Lowell, a freshman, uh, well, the WAC Freshman of the Year from Gilbert, Arizona, he played for Williams Field High School down there in Arizona was a four-star prospect uh, by Scout.com when he was in high school before embarking on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, he came back to UVU because he wanted to play for Mark Pope, was the only coach he really wanted to play for, did some incredible things as a freshman for UVU, and now he's taking his talents and moving the five miles east to BYU. I think this is a great pickup for BYU. I've talked about it on the podcast in the past. Lowell will have to sit out the next, the, this next season as a transfer because he only was a freshman. Jake Toulson, as we talked about yesterday, is a graduate transfer and returning to BYU will be immediately eligible to play in the next season. So I I feel like... Mark Pope is picked off two of the bigger pieces of his success at UVU. And I understand that you guys are probably saying, well, what did Lowell do for B for UVU? He didn't do much. Let's I'll be, I'll be legit about that. He didn't have a great stats as a freshman, 4.6 points per game. Uh, averaged 2.6 rebounds and a half assist. So he didn't do much. He played in all 35 games. He averaged about 15 minutes, almost 16 minutes a game. But the more important thing is he's a six foot ten forward who can shoot. He shot 41% from the field, including 37.6. We'll round it up to 38% from three-point range. BYU has wanted a consistent three-point threat on the perimeter from a forward. Yoli Childs tried to develop it during his time at BYU, never became the consistent threat that he or BYU, I think, hoped that he could become from beyond the arc. Wyatt Lowell could be just that. At six 6'10", 205 pounds, according to what UVU listed him at, he is the consummate stretch four who has the ability to put the ball on the hardwood to dribble it and shoot the ball from the perimeter. I think it's a fantastic pickup for BYU. He'll have a year now to work on his game. He's going to be an old sophomore by the time he lines up for BYU in the 2020-2021 season. He'll be what, 20. 20- at that point as a sophomore. And there were some jokes yesterday. I saw one from Sean Walker, our good friend here on the podcast, saying that there's, there's talk, of course, with the Utah Jazz getting knocked out of the playoffs about Donovan Mitchell's struggles. Of course, he's 22 years old. And he's playing his second season in the NBA. And Sean made the crack last night. And he's not wrong that BYU has 22-year-old sophomores on their team. Well, Wyatt Lowell is going to be just that. But I still think this is a great pickup for the Cougars. Like I said, a 6'10", goal. Guard slash forward who can play on the perimeter, also can go down into into the post and use his size and length. I think this is a great pickup for the Cougars. Uh, Lowell in high school was a four-star prospect. Like I said, from scout.com, also rated three stars by both rivals and ESPN.com. He was the, rated the number one power forward in Arizona and the fifth rated power forward in the Western United States. Uh, he finished up his prep career at Williams Field High School, averaging 24.3 points, 10.4 rebounds, 2.3 assists, and two blocks a game during his senior season. I uh, In high school, he connected on a 40% clip from the three-point range. So it's this is a big pickup for BYU. I don't I don't really care to uh spin it any other which way because I think that this is the pickup that BYU fans should be very excited about he does have to sit out for a year so you won't see him for some time but he really can work on his game in this next year and I feel like BYU with Jesse Wade coming off his red shirt year having transfers from Gonzaga Jake Toulson joining that guard line like I said previously there still could be some transfers out of the program I feel like BYU very much is going to be very much guard-oriented in 2019-2020 coming up this coming fall, but I feel like... What Mark Pope and Chris Burgess hopefully can do with guys in the front court, with a Kobe Lee, uh, et cetera, to develop those big men. They're gonna have to rely on their guards for this coming season. They'll probably get a year zero, as they call it, where they get one season to kind of get things ingrained. The record doesn't necessarily matter. I would still expect BYU to be pretty competitive with all of the talent they have: Gavin Baxter, Connor Harding, T.J. Hawes. There's plenty of talent on BYU's roster to compete this year, but I don't think this coming season is. At in Mark Pope's first year, the expectation can be for an NCAA tournament berth. If they get an NCAA tournament berth, well, heck, you're, you're way ahead of the curve. And I think BYU fans are going to be very excited. I think this also speaks to picking up, speaking of picking up Wyatt Lowell and also Jake Toulson in the last couple of days for Mark Pope. I, I understand it's probably an easier sell for him to go to his former players and say, hey, come over and play for me here. I get that. But it's also a sales job because you're in a, you just brought over now the WAC player of the year and the WAC freshman of the year to your roster. And there were no shortage, shortage of suitors for both of those players, particularly Jake Toulson. Big programs, Arizona State, Duke, they were all chasing him because of his ability to shoot. Wyatt Lowell, I would expect, also had plenty of people chasing him due to his ability to shoot from the perimeter as a six-foot-ten forward. We all want those unicorns. Speaking of the basketball world, they all want the unicorn who can go out there, play on the perimeter, but also play in the front court and... I feel like Wyatt Lowell is just that for BYU. So I think it's a significant pickup for the Cougars. We'll ask the coaches about these guys at the press conference today, if possible. Uh, Actually, no, we won't be able to do that. Okay, strike that from the record. We're not going to ask about that because they haven't officially been announced by BYU. So therefore, they're not currently in the program, so they can't be talked about. We may do it in a roundabout fashion, but we will not use direct names. We'll play that for you on tomorrow's podcast. I'm excited to catch up with this new assistant coaching staff for BYU and talk about their vision for this program because I really feel like Mark Pope, as we as BYU fans wanted him to, as he had stated previously, and as I kind of intimated on this podcast, has hit the ground running, and that's a great sign if you're a BYU basketball fan. Alright, we'll take a time out here, come back with the final segment of today's podcast, catch you up on every Everything else going on in BYU sports, a full schedule tonight, WCC championships for multiple sports kickoff today. We'll cover it all for you next right here on the podcast. But a reminder for you guys, it is baseball season, Major League Baseball, well underway. We're over a month into the season. If you want to keep up to date with your favorite team, check out the brand new Locked On MLB channel right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. They have daily podcasts for all of your favorite teams in 15 minutes or less. That way you're always up to date. You also can check out the Locked On MLB show with Soli. He does an incredible job covering more of the macro look at Major League Baseball, the the surprise teams, the star players, it's all covered for you. So check it out. The Locked On MLB channel right here on the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangeDays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangeDays.com. you. <music>
1: close out today's edition of Locked on Cougars thanks again for your continued support of the podcast if you're new to the show welcome on in hopefully you find it of worth to you it's a daily podcast all focused on BYU sports our goal is to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you need to hear each and every day so please subscribe rate and review the show our ratings numbers have slowed a little bit but they're still continuing to climb especially on Apple podcasts please continue to give us that five-star review if you don't mind it really does help us get the word out about this podcast and continue to share with your family and friends. I had another buddy reach out to me the other day. Uh, He lives down in Arizona and said that he's told a couple of his friends about the podcast and told me to keep up the good work. I really do appreciate you guys giving me that pub and that help with building this podcast. It's a fantastic option and we love it. I, I love it. I love bringing this to you guys each and every day. So I, I thank you guys for your continued support and really do appreciate you guys subscribing to the show as well as giving us those ratings and the five-star reviews. All right, let's catch up on everything in BYU sports. BYU softball held Southern Utah scoreless, winning 5-0 at Gale Miller Field last night. Uh, Gordon Eakin was quoted on BYUcougars.com in the release. It was good to get a win today, he said, especially on the last day of finals. Final exams can be mentally draining. However, we played a solid game defensively. Arissa speaking, of Arissa Paulson, pitched well, and we got timely hitting. Uh, Arissa Paulson was the starter in, on the, in the circle, struck out five batters and only allowed two hits in a complete game shutout, so congratulations to her on the win. Uh, the Cougars will be hosting a doubleheader against San Diego tomorrow night at 5 and 7 o'clock Mountain Time. The games will be played at Gail Miller Field and broadcast on BYU TV. You guys can check that out there. On the news in the tennis world, Junior Paulina Malik from the BYU Women's Tennis Team received All-West Coast Conference Sing Honorable Mention honors as voted on by the coaches yesterday. Congratulations to her after a 16-5 and five singles record this year. She had a lengthy 14-match win streak throughout the majority of the season, so congratulations to her on winning that release there. The women's tennis team begins their WCC championship run as the sixth seed today. On the men's side of things, the number 43-ranked BYU men's tennis teams uh, play four athletes. Ben Gajardo, Sean Hill, Jeffrey Hsu, and Sam Tolis earned all West Coast Conference honors as voted on by the coaches and announced yesterday. Hill was named All-WCC First Team Singles for the second time in his career after posting an incredible 18-2 overall record. He went undefeated in the conference play with a 7-0 record. He led BYU from the number one slot all year. Shue was named All-WCC Second Team Singles after representing BYU at their number two position. He went 10-5 this year and collected four wins in conference play, only dropping two matches. And then after leading the Cougars at the number one doubles position all year long, Hill and Shu were also named All WCC first team doubles. The duo had a 12 and four overall record and were four and two in conference play. They actually moved as high as number 18 nationally as a doubles team. And then Tolis and Gajardo earned all WCC second team doubles with their undefeated season. They were 16 and 0 on the record, 16 and 0 on the season five of those wins came from WCC matches. They were the number two doubles team for BYU. The men's team is number three in the West Coast Conference Tournament starting today in California. Best of luck to both the men's and women's tennis teams as they chase WCC championship glory. The men's and women's track and field teams host their first home event of the season at the Robinson Invitational. That's at the Clarence S. F. Robinson Track and Field Complex in Provo, Utah. That gets underway today and runs through Saturday. Hopefully the storms hold off and then get all the events in we'll see what happens with the weather there and men's golf they're the best team in the west coast conference this year in my mind Uh, there's no doubt that they should have an opportunity to win a west coast conference championship and qualify for the ncaa tournament we'll see how it all shakes out but they are in stockton california playing at the reserve at spanos park today through saturday for the wcc championships best of luck to bruce brockbank's team as they try to pick up a win there and then one final note for you is that BYU baseball is also in Stockton, California Klein Family Field as they open a three-game series in WCC play against Pacific tonight. Uh, There will be a live stream of this on the W.TV, also a broadcast on BYU radio of the game beginning at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Thanks again for joining us on today's edition of the show. We will be back tomorrow. Audio from the press conference today to introduce the three new assistant coaches, not the head coaches, assistant coaches, Cody Fuger, Chris Burgess, and also Nick Robinson for the BYU basketball program, recapping everything that goes on in BYU sports today, and also getting you ready for a weekend ahead in BYU sports. So like we normally do on a Friday, we've got a packed show and we'll be ready for you. We'll also recap everything going on in the NFL draft. Highly doubt anybody from BYU gets gets their name called, Called tonight in the first round of the NFL draft. But there's a chance it sounds like the Sione Takitaki could move in to the Friday, the second and third rounds. We'll talk about his chances on tomorrow's edition of the show. Thanks again for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day whenever you hear this. And thanks again for downloading us. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast for April 25th, 2019.